Hey, what's up, y'all? And welcome into today's episode. I'm so happy you found us here at Forte Catholic, where we strive to be the best Catholic entertainment podcast in all of the land. We hope that you enjoy today's show. We had an absolute blast recording it. If you do like it, as always, make sure you hit that subscribe button, whether you're listening on your favorite podcast app, hit that subscribe button, leave us a rating in your podcast app. If you're on YouTube, hit, hit subscribe, hit the bell. And there's one other thing that uh, we've never talked about on the show that's a really cool way for you to help us financially without actually giving us a dime. There's this thing called Amazon Smile that you may have heard about, and it's a program where if you already shop on Amazon, if you have Prime, if you don't have Prime, if you are purchasing things on Amazon, you can be forcing Amazon to support your favorite nonprofit. So essentially, you go about your whole day. I'm going to leave a link in the, the bio, like the description down below, whether you're watching on YouTube or listening on the podcast, there will be a link. It'll say Amazon Smile, support us today. Hit that link, and essentially you set it up once, and then once you do that, every time you buy something on Amazon, Amazon will donate some money to Forte Catholic um, for our charity. It's great. Easy way for you guys to help us out. We would truly appreciate it. Hope you enjoy today's show. Peace. Catholic. I am Taylor Stroll. That is Allison Lene Sullivan. Allison, how are you today? Hi, Taylor. I'm so good. I'm so much better. Uh, yeah, we mentioned on last week's show yeah. because, like, it's usually. I actually kind of like that you got sick, and I'll explain why. It's purely selfish reasons. Okay. So when we first started with the four co-hosts, it was always like me and a guy, and then me and a girl. Me and a guy, and then me and a girl. Sure. And then life happens, and like somebody can't record because they're yeah. sick or they they're traveling or whatever. So for like the last year and a half, mm-hmm. it's been guy guy. Like it was it was John, uh-huh. Father Anthony, uh-huh. and then Liv, and uh-huh. then you. Like that was the rotation mm-hmm. through, right? And I, it's bothered me for a while. So thank you for being very sick around your birthday the, yeah. because now we're back to good girl guy. Yeah. Girl, guy. <laughs> well, you're welcome. I I was really impressed with you because you were. Uh, we, we you know we usually record towards the end of the week and then mm-hmm. release it the middle of the of the next week. Yeah, but um, you were sick. It was your birthday, by the way. Happy birthday, officially on the show. Thank you. Uh, all we've texted about since your birthday is how is, old you feel. Yeah, <laughs> your bones don't work. Your tendons <laughs> totally don't work. Falling apart. <laughs> you lost your whole voice. And like I called you to be like, hey, uh, can you? Rec- are we still on to record tomorrow? And you were like. I don't know if I can do it. It's, 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 I don't think it's going to work. My voice is a little different than usual. <laughs> you legitimately sounded terrible. I was willing to do it. It was really just a matter of if we were going to assault your listeners that way. Right. Because it would, that was, yeah. So the next day, I see you. Mm-hmm. And we're at a at a football game, mm-hmm. and you're perfectly fine. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> and I'm like, oh, I guess we could have recorded. Yeah. And then so we rescheduled for Monday, which is like, I mean, that's the day before we release. Right. Like, it's it's time to yeah. Like, we got to get going, and edit, and then get it all out. Yeah. There. So, uh, I figured you'd be better because I saw you better. Mm-hmm. And then it came back, and I'm like, hey, you ready for tomorrow? And you're like, I don't know. It <laughs> kind of came back a little bit. I don't know if you can notice, but my voice sounds a little different today. <laughs> Well, I don't think the football game helped, yeah. to be fair. Um, so, you know, the score was 90 to Nine, 68 90, or something. Yeah. So we yelled our heads off for like 180 plays. <laughs> yeah, it was great. <laughs> so there was that. But More um, scoring plays than non-scoring plays. Yeah, it was like, I, it is a little sad, though, because, you know, normally around a birthday, you talk to friends and you compare escapades. I mean, you're telling these like fun stories. 
I was telling everyone my ailments. It was, I mean, the list was long. It was depressing. I turned 50 and became a man. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, an elderly, I mean, smoking, I sounded really terrible. But the day that we actually wanted to record, like, you know, we really got to get this done. It right. was a whisper. And I was like, that's yeah. just hard to work around. And so you, I would imagine. I was really proud of you because I, I think years ago, you've, we've talked about this so far. You're, you're just like... Uh, like your professionalism on audio stuff has just grown so much. Uh-huh. Like you were always like a professional mom and a professional speaker and a professional mm-hmm. author, but you were like, I don't know how to talk in front of people. <laughs> and and you've come so far to where you were like willing to do it as a man. You were willing to do it as a whisper. <laughs> and I was so proud of you that like I, I've coaxed you into all of this. Yeah. Um, and I was like, uh, I texted you and I said, as, as much as it would, it would be enjoyable yes. for me. Uh-huh. To do the show, mm-hmm. it's probably not good for the listeners. Tertiarily, right. not good for you. Right. So. Between the whispering and the coughing, I mean, I still was up all night last night coughing. So I will remember we in the old days we had this little button we could push if we needed to cough. I like so. Here's what here's what, <laughs> here's what you don't know, Miss Sullivan. I still have those. And what we were going to do on Monday, if you came, uh-huh. I was going to set it in your lap. Yeah. <laughs> and if you oh. needed to cough, you were going to push the cough. Man, button. well, all, you, you all is well. All I know. You've I'm been the person. Long, you've been with me for so long, Miss Sullivan. I, I thought you were going to say that I was. Always, I'm always the person that like any little thing goes wrong, and I'm like, ah, I can't do it. You know, I'm the person that needs the shirt that says, "I'm sorry, I was late. I didn't want to come." Right. I mean, I would really just kind of rather stay at my house all day, every day. Some Netflix, my phone. Like I'm good. I could I mean, really like, survive you know well. That, like, your phone can come here, and I have Netflix <laughs> here. Like it's not that big of a difference. I don't have to talk to you. Yeah, great. <laughs> I, I would prefer it. <laughs> oh, this is why we're friends. Oh, before we get into what we're actually going to talk about, yeah. If you came over, are you the kind of? I I can't talk during shows. <gasps> come on, right? right. Okay, no, this is like, terrible. People come over and they're like. Like, okay, so like during like football games and stuff, it's fine. Like if, if you're gonna come over and like hang out yeah, and watch yeah, football yeah. game, yeah, we're talking. But like if it's a show, like especially a lot of the shows that I watch, it's like I mean, some a, a little minor thing that says, of course, come back six episodes later. And, and I know. Saying, so I'm just like, Would you shut up? No, a facial expression can change the whole tone <laughs> right. of the scene. People look yeah, you alive. Can't hear facial expressions when someone's talking. That's right. <laughs> or if you like have to be polite and maintain eye contact. I mean, I just missed something really, really important. totally agree however i will i will raise you i really don't like to talk during live sporting events i need to be focused so a lot of moms you know will get together in the stands and they want to you know gossip or not gossip or just socialize and i'm like okay but i need to so i I came and sat down by you during the third quarter you have a you have a good mix all of your lady friends left you you were all by yourself on your birthday no (laughs) no i separate myself because i can't talk (laughs) so i came and sat next to you and like one of the our one of our family friends sons a senior and he was playing Mm, great so at one point i don't even think you realize it to this moment like you attacked me when he scored a touchdown. (laughs) you you, i'm sitting there and (laughs) we're watching and like you're sitting on my left and you went like with both arms. Uh-huh. Went like you like was hugged it a, a, my arm, a bear hug? But uh-huh. it was like left arm got yeah. the hug of my arm. Uh-huh. The right arm yeah. goes back to our boxing thing. You just punched me in the ribs. I, I just I can't be held accountable. I really can't. I, and by the way, I think I hurt my back at that game. Sadly, 
Okay, yeah, so in celebration. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, but I, so I am the type of person that, and people sometimes find this surprising about me, but I am really competitive. If you give me a team to root for, I really don't need to know much more other than we want them to win. And I am all in. I'm wearing the colors, I'm shaking the pom poms. I'm all I'm in. Bring you <laughs> That'll be Do fun. it. That'll be fun. Mm-hmm. Um, okay, so th- those kind of things, you know, like talking. We didn't even plan to talk about that, but like talking during games for you is yes. annoying. Talking during TV for me. I want to tell you about one of the most ignoring, annoying experiences that I have had okay. in recent memory. Okay. It involves my family. Um, so we, we at, at our school, the, the, where my kids go and a lot of your kids go, um, we we're supposed to, we have Grandparents Day every year. And so obviously like last year it was canceled because of COVID. And then this year they were like, let's, let's try to do it. And then last minute, cause the Delta variant came up and everything. They were like, let's not kill all the old people, you know? So like y'all grandparents aren't welcome this year. So we, but my parents were really excited. They, my mom has come up every year mm-hmm. since Chris has been in like pre-K mm-hmm. and she was upset that we didn't have grandparents day. So we're like, okay, let's just meet in the middle. So Aww, we're like, that's what, what nice. we're doing with our family? We meet in Houston. It's about halfway for both of us. And we're like, let's meet in the middle and have grandparents day. It was great. That's not where the frustration comes in. We had a great time at the park. We got to catch up. Uh, it was, it was a grand old time. Yeah. Uh, when we, whenever we were le- leaving, like the family that I own, like my wife and my kids, I was like, they're, we're all hungry. So let's go to Chili's like right there on the, on the, it was like right when we left before, before we got home, it would cover dinner for the night. We didn't have to cook when we got home, all this kind of stuff. We go into the Chili's. Uh, I feel God of this Chili's. I did not feel God in this Chili's. Do you know what that, you know that reference? No. I feel God in this Chili's tonight. <laughs> no. It's from the office. No, but I like uh, there was no God in this Chili's. He didn't exist <laughs> this day, at least for the beginning. We walk in. And you like everybody's been to Chili's. You have the hostess that greets you, and you know how many, and you get sat. Five minutes before we saw a human person. Okay. Like we're standing there at the entrance, and like there's another. There's the, nobody. There's a couple behind us, and they're like, "What are y'all? Can y'all get out of the way?" We're like, "We wish, you know, yeah. like we, we can't go anywhere, right?" Five minutes, maybe three to five minutes before we saw a human person. I don't want to exaggerate because I don't have to. That's how ridiculous. Yes, the right, story right, right, right. <laughs> yeah. We we finally get sat by the hostess. She comes out of nowhere sets us we get sat at, at this table and at first it's like okay no big deal the table that fits all of us and then about a minute in like we're we're sitting right under the air conditioner mm-hmm. like you know uh what do they call it commercial air conditioner I mean, this thing is huge yeah. right and all i can hear like and like, I, I think it's because of my audio editing stuff but once <laughs> i lock into a sound yeah i can't unhear it uh-huh so like to the point my ears were rattling with this deep, I can't even do the, as deep, it was just this deep constant thing to where like my ears were yeah, like rattling, uh-huh. right? And I was like, we gotta move, uh-huh. like, we gotta move. So I was like, the first thing I'm gonna ask our waiter or waitress whenever they come over is, can we move to another table? We'll stay with you. You know, yeah. cause like I, I worked yeah, in yeah, restaurants, yeah. like you, that, you get yeah. tips from the people, obviously. We'll stay with you, can we move? Uh, 12 minutes later, we still haven't seen another human person. Wow. <laughs> There's nobody. Yeah. Nobody. Like, we can see, like, in the other part of the restaurant, like, there wasn't even another waiter around to where I, or a host. Can you, around. right. Hey, can you find out? I don't think they know. Can uh, you find that happens? Uh-huh. Fine, whatever. There's no other person that I can go. So, like, finally, after like 12 minutes of just, Wah! and like, we're hungry and we haven't seen anybody, it's been 15 minutes that we've been in this Chili's and haven't been greeted by our waiter or waitress. So, I'm like, I, I'm, obviously frustrated but i'm trying i'm still in a pretty good mood because we had a good day so i'm like i'm not gonna go back and like yell at anybody but like 
The only, like, literally, there's no bartender at the bar. There's no waiters coming out. Like, there's nobody that works at this Chili's, apparently. Yeah. So I'm like, I'm going to walk back into the kitchen and just be like, hey, can somebody Hello. please help yeah. us? Like, I mean, like, we've been here for 10, 15 minutes at this point. So I'm walking back there. And, like, as I'm walking in, like, another waiter is is walking out. And I'm like, hey, we've been here about 10, 15 minutes and we haven't been seen. We're sitting right over there. Could you find out who our server is? And like I see him like go walk around, try to figure out who it is. And like it's pretty obvious that something happened with the server for our area. Okay. So the guy that I found yeah. went and like he came and he's serving started taking he, over our table. Uh-huh. Like we weren't in his section. He was like way over in the other place. Uh and he he started he came and started taking and I was like first first thing I told him was like, Look, thanks for coming over. Can we move? Like we can't sit here. It's really loud. He said, Okay, yeah, I can go sit over there and I'll be there in a second. Um he sits us down and I get like his, when now we're closer to his sections, like he's busy. Like his section's full. We still haven't seen who our waiter was supposed to be. We still haven't seen, like he's the only person we've still seen at this point, 15 minutes in. We sit down. It takes him a couple of minutes to come get our drink order. He finally gets our drink order. It takes like 10 minutes for our drink. I mean, we've been in this chilies for 30 minutes and we just got our lemonades. Like it's getting frustrating yeah. at this point. Right. It's like, I, I've, I've worked in, I was a waiter for almost two years. It's mm-hmm. like things happen, but like things don't happen for 20 minutes. <laughs> you know what I mean? Yeah. Like, right. Come on. Right. Um, so, but so I, like, I'm frustrated. I, I'm clearly frustrated. I'm not being a jerk, but I'm being really like short. It's like, we need our drinks. We want to order now. Like it's been forever. Like we're ready to leave. <laughs> you know, like we just want to Yeah, stuff. for sure. So, Things settle down. We get our drinks. Things kind of settle down for him. The rest of our dining experience is tremendous. Like, we get our food quick. We get our appetizers quick. We get our food quick. Constant. Like, everything from that moment on. Like yeah. The first 20 minutes was terrible. Yeah. Everything from that minute on was, yeah. like, almost perfect. And then a manager came who we hadn't seen for an hour. You know, like, she, she came, we didn't ask for anything. She came over, and she just came over, and she said, I know y'all waited for a long time at the beginning. We're really sorry. Um... Is, is everything okay? Mm-hmm. Like, is the food okay? Mm-hmm. Right. Um, we were like, you, you know, it, I was like, I was honest. I was like, it was a really rough start. Like we were really frustrated. We we're about to leave. But then that, that guy came over and mm-hmm. helped and, and it's been great ever since. Thanks. So she's like, I appreciate it. And then, you know, we eat, we do all our thing. And then I get the bill and she took off like 30% of the bill. Like didn't nice. tell us or anything. Yeah. But like, oh, you know, wow. 30% off the bill. So like, I essentially tipped that much to the yeah. waiter because he saved right, the experience, right? Right, right, So right. He, he, it was just so weird how, like, I was understanding of the situation but still clearly frustrated, mm-hmm. right? And, but it, it was crazy how much, like, my feeling of the situation changed pretty quickly. Yeah. Like, I went from, like, I mean, 20 minutes is a long time yeah. to wait without being, or, you know, 10 to 15 without seeing a person and then, 15 to 20 without getting a drink. Yeah. Like, that's crazy. Um, but just how, like, that guy's consistency throughout, like, he, we weren't his responsibility. He took responsibility. The manager took responsibility. And without really saying anything, took care of us. Yeah. Right? And I, I just went from so, just like my psyche, so frustrated to, like, this was good. Yeah. You know, like, this ended up being a good experience yeah um i so as i've been listening i was thinking of so 
you can sit and like stew in frustration. So like, I'm just, I'm going to sit here and I'm going to make things worse with my bad attitude or my sarcasm well, that's or a whatever. <laughs> <laughs> right. And it's like, or I, there's this phrase that, so you know how, like for me, um, negative emotions can kind of start spinning and then it feels like they're out of control. But if you could just like put out a leg and stop it, stop right. the spin, then it's like a fidget spinner. Yes. Yes. Yeah. yeah stop. <laughs> and then the stop for me is this sentence and it always kind of snaps me into the next right thing, which is the sentence is I'm not powerless here. So for me, the I'm not powerless here is I'm going to go find someone and I'm going to tell them calmly what the problem is, because I can give you the benefit of the doubt, which is probably that you don't know. Right. And then once you do, everybody has an opportunity to start doing all the next right things. It's a reset. It's a start over. And for me, every single time it starts with, I'm not powerless here. So I, you know, have found myself in a million different situations where, you know, I, I stopped it the wrong way, which is I'm justified right. to be mad. <laughs> You're so I'm going to stomp into the kitchen and pound my chest a little bit. I so, mean, for, a, for a split second, I thought about just screaming as loud as I can until somebody came over. Yeah. Right. <laughs> 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 Sir, what's wrong? You, you, what's yes. wrong? <laughs> uh, uh, but like, like it's, it's that, that's a really cool insight. And it's very similar to like what I've been thinking about, like, on the drive home it's like let's be real i haven't been thinking about chilies for a week but um like i was thinking how e how quickly and easy it was for them to resolve the scenario totally right yeah um and how how often in our lives the problems that we are like our both of our minds spin about all kinds of stuff mm -hmm. oh did i do that wrong oh did mm -hmm. i say the wrong thing oh they're mm -hmm. mad at me like how easy it is to do something very simple yeah. that that fixes the situation. The, yes. Right? Yes. Uh, have, you, have you ever seen Curb Your Enthusiasm? On yes. HBO? Yes. So like like that show, like literally everything goes wrong every episode. <laughs> and like in, in, we're in season three. We just we just started binging it. I mean, the show, came, it's so weird watching the show that came out in 2001. Yeah. And like seeing all the because it, it was up to date. Like, yeah. Right. Right. 2001. right. Um, but like so often, like they're a very fancy culture. So it's about like the guy that, that created friends and his, his life, Larry David. And so they're all people with like means and money and mm -hmm. those sorts of things. Right. Mm -hmm. uh, but what they do so often is like, he'll say something that offends anybody in his life. He's been some, some, you know, eight people every episode, but it's crazy to me. Like he's worth like half a billion dollars. And like the thing that he sends somebody is like just a bouquet of flowers, 60 mm -hmm. bucks or whatever. Mm -hmm. Or he'll, um, he knows that they like a certain cheesecake or whatever. Yeah. It's ten dollars, yeah, and like that's his apology, yes, case, right. Like in like in it's comparison, that's nothing it's to easy. his five five hundred yeah. million dollars. But it's just like, look, I know I upset you or offended you or whatever. Here's here's my apology, yeah, right, yeah, and and how how easy he's able to fix stuff. Now the point of the show is his whole life falling apart literally all the time. But at the same time, he's Larry David, one of the most famous people alive, and has half a billion dollars. Like he's doing okay, right? Yeah. But so I was thinking about it, like in relationships, when like something's a little bit wrong. Like it doesn't take all that much. We, we sit here and like you were saying, stewing yeah. about it and marinating and like the, Oh, did I do something wrong? Or did they, so they do something wrong? Yeah. It's so easy to just do something really yeah. simple. And it's, and it's bad. Everybody wants to be right all the time. And you're well, sitting am, there. So I know. Well, I know, but you were, you were sitting there under a noisy air conditioner for far too long being ignored. 
So you could have you could have absolutely been louder about that. The guy that came in and saved the day, I guarantee you he had a side to the story yeah. that he could have insisted on. Well, here's here's why this is You're very not even my issue. inconvenient for me. Yeah, yeah, yeah. You know, and so and y'all could have gone head to head over that, and neither of you would have even been wrong. Right. <laughs> but nothing would have been fixed. Right. And so with a little bit of understanding offered both directions. You get to have a nice meal with your family, and they get a great tip. Look yeah, at that! Exactly, it was, it was good for everybody in the end. And the the last thing I was thinking about, like any, anytime something like this happens, like it automatically goes in my notes for show prep. So like it was pretty obvious, like in a, in the human, like the in human interactions, little thing can change a situation from the customer's very frustrated to now I'm having a great time, right? Mm-hmm. Um, but like I, I think about it a lot, like in our relationship with God. We've talked about this too, where it's like, oh, we can feel so far from God, and like our spiritual life is like. We feel like we're the person sitting under a bad air condition. Nobody's talking to us. Yeah. Like everything's going wrong, right? But like, if we've been in sinning, like, it, how easy is it to go to confession, yeah. right? Like, maybe last year it was more difficult to schedule time. Like now, most parishes have it open, or you can at least schedule with with the priest, right? Um, or even just like directly with God. Like, oh, you haven't been praying so long. It's not like you have to do this huge big thing of like, I'm coming back to Jesus, and it's this huge like. Oh, you haven't been praying for three weeks? What's the solution? Yeah. Pray, pray for five minutes. Yeah. Like it doesn't have to be this grand gesture. It can right. be something really simple. Right. And that can that can mend the relationship. Now, obviously, in the relationship with God, he's not the one doing anything wrong. But it's like we we like I, I know I do, and I think a lot of people do this too, where it's like I've I've done like the chilies thing. We've done so wrong for 20 minutes, there's no way we can save this yes. person's thing. And they did so easily. Yeah. Where spiritually, I can be like, I've been away from God for so long. I haven't been praying consistently. I haven't been doing all the things yeah. I've been sinning. Like, it's we make it so difficult. Like, yeah. oh, I have to be a saint and then I can come back to God. Yeah. Like, no, just do the things you're supposed to be doing. Yeah, it's, um, there's... The, so in, in the exchange, there are these laws that are written on our hearts that it, where it feels good to be kind. So like, it feels good to over tip someone who has been generous with you. It feels, it feels good to be generous in return. It feels good to ensure that this family is having a pleasant experience when that's what you've been hired to do. That feels good. And so I think that in these little exchanges, it's why God is so, um, over the top about us being kind to one another is because we get these little glimpses of heaven here on earth. And so when we love each other, well, we can more fully experience the love of God. It becomes more believable. Even I had this friend that I just, I dropped a ball. I dropped a major ball and I said, I was sorry. And she was like, are you kidding me? You have given me, or I, and I was thanking her very, very heartfelt in a heartfelt way. Cause I messed up, um, for the grace that she had extended. And she was like, you have given me so much yeah, grace yeah, over yeah. the years. This is so simple. And it was like, I was just kind of struck anew by how we were built to be kind to one another. We just so often get insistent on being right instead of kind. So congrats. I'm more often right than kind. So that, <laughs> <laughs> that's my lesson here. So um, and now I want chilies. Yeah. Uh, Fortecatholic.com slash chilies. We'll get you 10% off your next order. <laughs> that's a lie. Uh, I, didn't, I just made that up. Uh, but don't worry. We'll be right back and we'll be making some things up as we uh, move into our freestyle preaching segment. It's going to be a blast. Don't go anywhere. 
want to tell you about our newest sponsor, uh, our friends over at Notre Dame and the Grotto Network. The, the Grotto Network is a platform that shares stories to inspire our generation of Catholics, whether you are fallen away or a daily mass goer. I've been a big fan of their social media stuff. Uh, they're great. I'm loving what they're doing, and I'm happy to share this with you guys today. They also provide content that will help you navigate all of our crazy lives with everything from advice on finding an apartment to dealing with toxic friends, other ideas... Other, uh, they said other ideas to switch it up. That was a note for me, so I'm just going to tell you some of these. Um, they've got they've got mental health. They've got dealing with infertility. Like it's great, especially for people uh, uh, my age, like young adults, uh, you know, 20s to 40s, those sorts of things. Um, you'll really find something there. Their Instagram account is where I really connect with them. Content stream of inspiration, videos, articles, poems, and playlists. So follow the Grotto Network today on Instagram at Grotto, G-R-O-T-T-O Network, and share it with your friends. Do it! Welcome back to Forte Catholic. I am Taylor Schroll. That is Allison Lene Sullivan. And we are, we are, we are in an <laughs> argument right now. We are having an argument. It's our favorite thing to do lately. <laughs> uh, we know that uh, Allison does not like sp- spontaneous things. You don't like being spontaneous. I don't like surprises. I don't like gifts. I don't like camping. These are things that make me weird. I don't know what to say about that. Okay, we've talked about the camping one before. You're, you, we agree on that part. Uh, we're not fighting about that. But because like you used to come with notes and you've grown so much, and I've complimented you over and over again about how much better you've gotten. Just I still like my way better or whatever. Right. Uh, do that on your own time. Um, <laughs> but there's this one game that is literally about literally having no notes, not seeing what's coming, yeah. and being spontaneous. Yeah. And I thought you would hate this game. And I swear. I do. I do I, hate this I game. I swear that you have played this game with me Never on happened. the show. Never happened. And that you loved it. You that's, have, no, that's the truth in my you head. You have wanted me to, to play this game with you. I have never played this game with you. You have respected my wishes up until this point. But you have imagined me playing this game so clearly that you have it in your head that I have played this game and have done well. You've played this game and you were great. So what this game is... I'm about to play this game that I've never played before, and I'm about to embarrass you on... You want back. me to you're, sit back? Your whole face is a shadow. I'm fierce. Um, anyways, I'm about to play I this game and you're, ruin your show. So no, you're welcome. You're going to play this game that you have excelled at before called Freestyle Preaching. I've played it with almost all of my co-hosts. I think I've played it with all five, actually, because I did it with Edmund when he was filling in this summer. I think I've played this game once with every co-host. And what this game is, if you are new uh, to to listening to this part of the show, or uh, if you've forgotten that you've played it before, uh, what freestyle preaching is, is everybody on this show has preached at something, like I've been traveling and speaking for, you've been traveling and speaking for years. Father Anthony obviously preaches. Like everybody has got up in front of people and done a prepared preaching. And my thought is we've all done it for so long that you'd think, you would think that we could all preach on something, anything at the drop of a hat for 60 seconds. Okay. Like, you know, uh, like this is, ha- this, this literally, this whole segment came from, I was hired to give like the two keynotes at this big old parish event. And they didn't have, uh, th- they didn't book somebody to give the like talk on God the Father, uh-huh. and they were like literally two minutes before. Like I don't understand, I don't understand how they did this, but they were like, "Crap, we just realized that this talk starts at two minutes, and there's no speaker." <laughs> like I don't understand how you get that point right. So they were Ooh. like, "Taylor, can you give this talk?" I was like, "Absolutely, killed it." But you know why I've killed it? Because I've given a thousand talks on God the Father. It wasn't new to right. me, right? But 
the point of this is testing our skills as preachers just a little bit. And to be honest, like, to, I want to make you feel better because I know that you don't like making this up and you want to be perfect all the time. But you know what the audience loves? When we sound stupid. <laughs> the audience no, loves that. <laughs> no, the audience hates dead airspace where I'm just sitting thinking. That's This is what's about to happen. No, there won't be any dead airspace because I'm going to make you start talking immediately. <laughs> and if you do any dead airspace, I'll edit it out. <laughs> so how this game works, for yeah. those of you who are new and Allison who's forgotten, is... We're going to take turns, and I will go first just to make you feel. A I am bit like better. a camel. I don't forget. Oh wait, that's an elephant. What is it that doesn't forget? <laughs> well, my, I don't forget. I, I'm like a camel. I got scoliosis. <laughs> <laughs> it's a steel trap. I've never played this game. Go ahead. Go I, ahead. I don't understand any of the references you just made. <sighs> so we're each going to take turns giving each other three words, mm -hmm. and we have to preach on something for sixty seconds. Yeah. But the catch is, we have to include all three words yeah. from the other person. I, okay. 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 So I, I will go first. You have prepared your your list of three. Oh, words. mine all start with P. I thought that'd be fun. A little alliteration for you. Sure. Okay. I'm gonna I'm gonna write them down. Okay. As you go. It's persecution, penalty, and popcorn. Okay. I'm gonna show you how this is done. Are you ready? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> so back in Jesus' day, uh -huh. uh, there's a uh, like obviously a lot of persecution against anybody that was against. Rome, like Jesus was literally <laughs> crucified. Like he was the first Christian persecuted, right? And then all of his fo followers became persecuted, right? So we just assume like, oh, that was 2000 years ago. But like persecution is a big part of our lives as Christians. A lot of us just want to like take it easy, just sit around, eat popcorn, watch movies, but we're going to be persecuted as Christians. But not only is our life as in our life as Christians, are we going to be persecuted? But because Jesus was killed by those stinky old Romans, he took our penalty for our sins and our death. And now we can live a life that's more than just popcorn, more than just persecution. But we can live lives that are free and lovely. Amen. Let's pray. Oh, you're an idiot. <laughs> Oh, we'll see. We'll see how you feel after your first one. Everyone knows I'm an idiot. Okay, here we go. Are you ready? I guess. Ironically uh, enough, I said your first word in this, and I didn't even mean to. What? I said one of the words I'm about to give you. I did in my free. Oh, okay. The first word is. I, I wanted to start easy with you. Oh, okay. The first two words are easy. The third one might throw you off a little bit. Okay. The, but I will promise you, these get harder as we go along. Oh, okay. <laughs> Movies. Uh huh. Motherhood. Uh -huh. Motherhood and birds. Movies, motherhood, and birds. Preach about whatever you want. 60 seconds. Ready, set, go. So as as a mother, it's really important to to gather your net. Well, hold on. Movie, motherhood, and birds. Mm -hmm. Movie, motherhood, birds. Okay. So as a mother, it's very important to 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 gather your nest. Your nest. You know, you create your space and you you nurture these little young people who are relying on you for every tiny little thing. But there comes a time, friends. There comes a time where it is just time to go. And is it going to be fun all the time? No, it might be scary. But you get out to the edge of that nest. And a very important part of your motherhood is pushing those 
tiny little baby birds because you know they can do it. They were made to soar. It's what they were made to do. And then just like in the movies, when you leap out, the wind is in your face and your wings are just flapping, doing what they're intended to do. And if you had a fist, it would be pumping because you are made to soar. And that's what our motherhood is about. It's about taking these tiny little birds and doing what they're made to do to make movies out of. <laughs> you don't have to say every word thrice. <laughs> but I, yeah, but, I, but I, I, I felt out. Hold on. And then, and then that's what God does with us. We are, we are destined to do great things, but we might have to take a risk. We might have to take a chance to soar. My favorite part was, if birds had fists. <laughs> if birds had fists, That's they would pump them. Here's the thing, Allison, and this is why I told you this after the last time we played, because it definitely happened. You're so good at this. Oh, you, wow. you, you hate it. You think that you're not good. But this is what I'm trying to tell you. You don't like being spontaneous. I'm trying to tell you that you're really good at it. I want to prove this to you. And everybody that watches this is going to be like, that was better than Taylor's. You and I'm thrive the king of this game. on my discomfort. You're like, yes. You thrive in discomfort. You're doing Ugh. great. Talking to your microphone. <laughs> okay. Oh, it's my turn. It Yay. is your turn. I think I've given you easy ones. Okay. Um, this is prescription. Peter. Oh, they're, oh, they're all P words. I told you. They're pres- it's prescription, Peter, and Pac-Man. Pac-Man. All right. Here we go. I'm, you know what I'm going to do? I'm going to preach to old people. Oh. You ready for this? Yeah. All right. So uh, I, I thought that this was an event for seniors in high school. They tricked me. It's an event for seniors. You're all 75 and your hair is blue. No one has ever had blue hair. I don't know why that's the expression. Uh, uh, but uh, pause, for, pause for applause. Uh, but <laughs> <laughs> you know how in, 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 the, in the scriptures, there's that famous scene where where Peter is and, and John are rushing to the to the open tomb. And it clearly says in the scriptures that John got there first because he was young. And maybe when you were young, you were spry. You were doing, you were winning. You were doing everything great physically, mentally, spiritually. But as you've gotten older, you're a little bit more like Peter, you know, like a little bit slower. But ultimately, guys, who was the leader in the church? Who was the pope? It was Peter, not John. John did some great work, too. I love the guy. But there's still a place for you. You, you elder statesman of the church, there's still a place for you. And, uh, you know, some days might be hard. Like you could feel like Pac-Man getting all your prescriptions out of that little, you know, daily tub that says Monday, Tuesday, Wednesday, Thursday, Friday. And then you forget what day it is. Like, I know that your life can be hard, but God still loves you. And there's still a place for you in the church. Amen. <laughs> oh, in the name of the Father and the Son and the Holy Spirit. <laughs> I legitimately, I have done an event. <laughs> They hired me to do a speaking event for seniors, and it was graduation week, and I thought it was the seniors in high school, and I showed up, and everyone there was over 70 years old. Oh, wow. And I was like, what's up, y'all? That is, that is a mean trick right there. It was great. Okay, um, I'm going to write them down this time, because I, okay. I got flustered. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> well, you didn't forget them. You said them all three times. <laughs> all right, you ready? Uh-huh. Airplanes. Baptism. And family. Airplanes, baptism, and family. You're the old person. It took you half a minute to write down those three words. Oh, I know. I thought I did really good, You're actually. Doing great. Okay, ready, set, go. No, I'm not ready. ready. Set, go. So I went skydiving once, and the scariest part... What? Nothing. Oh, oh, yeah, yeah. Um, so I went skydiving once, and the scariest part was riding up to the heights in this rickety 
airplane. It was just this, this tiny little thing. And I was without my family. And so it was just me and my friends. And it was like, this feels really ill-advised. Like five, 10 minutes ago, I thought it would be really exciting to jump out of a perfectly good airplane. And now this is like fire by baptism. Like is everything, yeah, is everything right with the Lord? You know, here, here, here we go. And so rickety airplane all alone, no family, are, is everything right with the Lord? Like literally my legs are hanging over the side of this airplane and I'm checking, like, am I tethered to to this guy that's going to go with me? And all of a sudden he counts to three and he just falls out. And then that's when the magic happens. You're, you're soaring. I mean, I'd like to go back to my baby birds. I'd like to go back, (laughs) you know, to, to my nest. And, and it was like the winds in your face and the earth is beneath you and you see what all the fuss is about. And I think that finding our gifts can be a lot like that. Have you ever been like given a talk and found yourself sounding like that? Like you're kind of <laughs> lost and frustrated a little bit. Have you ever felt that before? <laughs> the the speaker voice. Um, yeah, there's a mom voice. There's a speaker voice. No, not there's the voice, a... but like as lost as you just were preaching about. Oh those three no, words. I don't do that. You've never. I I 100 have. No, no, like, no, no, you, no, no. You go down one train of thought, and no. you're just like, I'm lost. See, I don't leave room for error like that. Uh huh. Yeah, sure. <laughs> I've heard you speak, and I no, disagree. I do not get off topic. That is what people that don't have notes do. See. Mm-hmm. 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 Okay. All right. Well, we've got time for one more each. <sighs> okay. Ready? You're gonna love my last three. No, but it's your. It's my. It's my turn. Okay. Prayer. I can't believe they're all peas. Uh-huh. I need I told you I needed parameters. And so you didn't parameters. You gave me no parameters. So I was like, I will give myself parameters. It's all gonna start with a P. Well, because you've played this game before. I thought you were Okay. Prayer, perspire. What was that word? Perspire. Okay. <laughs> prayer, perspire, and penguin. Penguin. Mm-hmm. All right, here we go. Uh, prayer can be difficult when, whenever we like change where we are. Like if you're, if you're knocked out of your routine, like we've all been knocked out of our routine the last 18 months and prayer has been difficult. Uh, but like, you know, sometimes you can change, you can change places. Like I perspire literally everywhere. Like I'm sweating when it's eight degrees. I'm sweating when it's a hundred degrees. Like it literally doesn't matter. Like I could go visit the penguins in Antarctica and it would still be like, I'd still be sweating but it would be difficult for me to pray because I'd be like suffering and it'd be cold. And like, I don't know, but like, I, I put on all these jackets because like my whole body gets cold, but my armpits are still like on fire and I'm perspiring. <laughs> but the real lesson here is <laughs> we should be able to pray always and in any place. So wherever we are, like that's where I need to grow as a person. It's probably where a lot of you need to grow is being able to pray wherever you are in every circumstance. Give it to God. Amen. That is by far your best work. Thank you. Yeah, that was really good. There's a part of me that like is purposely throwing this so that you feel better about yourself. <laughs> Just a little part. Okay, come on, hit me again. Hit me with you. You're gonna hate this. Ah. Uh. I'm not going to do it. I'm grown. Nope. I'm a grown woman. No, nope. nope, I can just leave. No, nope, you well, you can't because <laughs> I would make you come back. You ready? I guess. Easy word, weird word, and then a word that I know that you won't like. Okay. Faith. Okay. Croquet. You know what croquet is? Uh, yeah. <laughs> okay. And your favorite, St. Paul. <laughs> <laughs> I guarantee you St. Paul likes to croquet. I guarantee it. He is just the type of guy. 
that wants to set up all those little silver hoops and get a ball just right perfectly through them. No room for air, Paul. Um, okay, so you oh, know, that wasn't it. You were no, just I was, that's my that's my prep work. Um, I love I love St. Paul. Thank you, St. Paul, for your diligence. Um, so I think that with anything unknown, you know, you really have to rely on faith. You're not going to have perfect answers, um, for everything. You're not going to, I mean, wouldn't it be nice if God were like explaining himself gently over lunch? He's not. Okay. So you have to rely on your faith that he is good and that he loves you. Okay, now Paul can make this difficult. I realize because his sentences are so long. And so it can it can be a real challenge if if the only thing we have to go on are silly games like croquet and run-on sentences from Paul. So in when times are confusing, when our friends want us to study the book of Timothy and when our friends want us to do a friendly backyard game of croquet. It is important to go back to the basics of God is good and he loves me. Okay. Okay. Things are confusing. (laughs) That's what we do. Amen. 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 I love that your voice is cracking because it sounds like we talked, like it feels like we're at summer camp. (laughs) Like like every year at summer camp, I I was with the junior high kids and I'd be yelling all week. Yeah. So my voice would crack like theirs would. Yes. You know? Right, right, right. Uh, So I I like that the longer we go, the Well, it's funny. What I'm realizing is that I have a quota. And so like we've been talking for 40 minutes. I met my voice quota. And so now I'm back to... Yeah. Well, I, I love. I it. might be a whisper again tomorrow. Who knows? Uh, honestly, Allison, mm-hmm. I've played this. I've played this. I think this is our sixth time playing this game. This is the first time ever. Mm-hmm. First time ever. Mm-hmm. I'm going to concede defeat. I think you did great. I think you won. Oh, I think you, you were just, better. Shush it! You just admitted that you were throwing the game. It doesn't mean you didn't win. <laughs> <laughs> well, I just wanted your second experience playing this game to be one that you enjoyed. Thank you. You're welcome. This is me feeling victorious. Good. I'm glad. <laughs> right, you know what you need to do? You need to lift up your baby bird arm in victory. <laughs> I'm, I'm pumping my baby. <laughs> hey, man, don't go anywhere. We'll be right back and we'll try to talk about something actually about Jesus and not something ridiculous. Catholics are often accused of not knowing the Bible or reading it regularly. Guilty. While that might be true for some, the Bible is at the core of everything Catholics believe and plays a central role in the prayer life of the church. But understanding what God is communicating through his word can sometimes be difficult. Yet, this can be overcome. We will overcome. You, uh, If you do not know where to begin or how to get started, Avi Explores, the Bible series can help. This is a podcast from my friends over at Ava Maria Press and Katie McGrady. Uh, The podcast guests share tips, strategies, and wisdom to help you grow in your relationship with Jesus through his word. Check out the next series uh, uh, in the Avix Wars podcast, The Bible, which just launched, uh, where Katie and a variety of Bible experts explore the basics of the Bible, why it matters, how to pray with it, how to incorporate it into family life, and other surprising things about your Bible. You don't have to take a class to fall in love with the Bible. Just join Avi Explores Podcast and be sure to subscribe wherever you listen to podcasts so you don't miss anything new. Uh, you can also sign up for all the free stuff that uh, at AveMariaPress.com. I, I love when they spell it out for me. It literally says D 
D-O-T space C-O-M. AveMariaPress.com or by following Ave Maria Press on social media. Ave explores everyday faith for everyday people. Welcome back to Forte Catholic. <laughs> Your face! <laughs> you were not paying attention and then you just popped into a smile. That's Allison Sullivan. I'm still Taylor Stroll. That made my day. Oh my goodness. I thought it was the baby bird thing. That made me so much more happy. Uh, <laughs> microphone. Okay, okay, okay. Okay, so um, time travel has become really popular in like movies and TV recently. Like... Tenet was the big release right after COVID. You heard about that movie? I don't know. I don't think so. Yeah, it was the it was the big. Who's in um, it? Uh, I don't know. Okay. It was like supposed to be like the big blockbuster, and it wasn't a blockbuster because of COVID. Of but it was like the yeah. first big movie. Yeah. Um, after after literally everything had closed with COVID, like when they first started trying. And then like I've I've shared about like Loki and like in the last Avengers movie, but then you have like it was I think it was the 30, 30 year anniversary of uh the one from your time, um um um. With Marty McFly. Oh, oh, Back to the Future. Back to the Future, right? So there's a lot of like where time travel has been a conversation. It's been on my mind a lot because, like as I've shared before, and you can watch the whole video on YouTube. I didn't like the Loki series and how they handled time travel, but it's been on my mind a lot because I've been having that conversation with a lot of people mm-hmm. and how like just time travel stories are hard. But that's not the point of today's segment. The point is one of the big rules in every time travel thing. Is if you are coming, if you're going back in the past and in, into the past, that essentially means that you're from the future, right? Okay. You with me yeah. so far? Okay. Yeah. So, and like the big rule in all of it, and I, I think the most popular one was uh, was the last Avengers movie. It made over a billion dollars. Like if you didn't see it, you're the weird one, right? Uh-huh. Like, you know, we, we can't change everything. We have to make sure that everything is the same. We can't actually affect change because then that would change the future. And that, that means the future that we came from that no longer exists. Right. Because if one thing changes, everything, everything yeah. changes, right? Yeah. Um, and like you know, just the huge impact that like one person can have. Oh, you know, like I meet, I met Allison in one version, I didn't meet in the other, and that just like changes the trajectory of our lives and right. everything that we affect and all the all those sorts of things, sure. right? Yes. Um, which like you know, we're just friends in Texas, but like, oh, if you change somebody with a president, like that's going to change literally the whole s- scope of the world, right? So. There's this huge emphasis on if you're traveling back into the past, you can't change anything. Otherwise, it will ruin everything completely. Yeah. You know, babies won't be born. Different, you know, all, right. all these things, right? right. Um, so as I've been thinking about it, it's just like, I, and I heard somebody talking about it. I forget who, so I can't give them credit. And it's not because I don't care. It's because I'm dumb and I can't remember, right? But it was this kind. Of, it was kind of this conversation about like. Everybody knows that if you travel into the past, you have all this power to affect change and to affect the future, right? But none of us in our daily lives believe that we have the power that if we do one thing, that we will change the course of the future yeah. for ourselves, for our families, for everybody that we come in contact yeah. with. And it's it was just like this big this this big thing for me where it's like it's literally the number one rule of time travel. And yet here we are like oh like it doesn't really matter what i do what do you think um okay let me t- so anytime you start kind of tell you know just telling a story that takes i don't know more than 60 seconds i'm processing it through my own experiences okay so this is what i was thinking while you were talking while i was listening of course so i have to veil this just a little bit because i was talking with a young person and she was experiencing some regret in her life. 
And she said, do you, as someone older than me and who has lived more life, do you have regret like this? Do you have regret? And I said, well, sure. But at your age, it you, it seems really young to to already be wishing for hindsight. And this was a very casual conversation. We were just kind of bouncing back and forth. It wasn't even in a mentor type of capacity. And so we were really just bouncing. And I said, oh, gosh, it's, it seems really young to need hindsight. OK. And she said, would you change anything if you could? And I said, well, sure. Um, absolutely. You know, and so um, and I said, but you know what? I wouldn't change. And I was thinking about my family. I am obsessed with our home and this house that we've made and that we laugh under our roof more than we do anything else. I wouldn't change any of that. And she goes, and she asked this question, which is kind of like the question you're asking. Do you think that you would have that if, would you still have that if you changed something? Right, 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 right. You know, isn't that just it? It's like, could you change something and keep the other? I mean, aren't we really just kind of asking for the best of both worlds? I mean, everything is constantly shaping us. So another example that I hope is relatable, maybe it's not, but recently... If it's not, I'll go back in time and make sure that... (laughs) (laughs) Touche. But recently, my son made a big decision that felt really just different and scary. I mean, change isn't necessarily bad, but it is different. And so we're, we're just adjusting to this big change. He changed schools and it's with people he doesn't know. And, um, at, at a really kind of tumultuous time, I mean, he's 12, you know, it's just this, it was a big decision and, um, it took a lot of bravery to do it because he was very comfortable where he was. And you can, as you're raising young people, wish these things for them, you know? But then when it gets down to the nitty gritty and you're really raising these young adults, what is difficult or what's simple in theory can become difficult in practice. And so I found myself asking asking him questions like, are you sure? Is this wise? Is it whatever? And without any instruction from me, he just reminded me who we've been shaping him to be all along. <laughs> Right. We've been shaping him to be, you know, this brave person that takes chances and isn't afraid to fail. And, you know, we've been we've been doing little things his whole life long that culminate in this one important decision. And so it feels like nothing. This gets to your point of it might not feel like a lot to when he falls off his bike to look at it and go, oh, and, you know, dust him <laughs> off and put him back on there. You know, it, that might not feel like a lot. It might not feel like a lot to whisper whose he is in his ear at night, you know, and that apart from that, like, nothing else matters. Or like, yes, God. You are mine. <laughs> <laughs> you creepy. I own you. <laughs> um, but, you know, these these things that you're you know, constantly telling them eventually take form to, you know, into this thing that is really, really important. So the small things leading to the bigger things like hallelujah, yes and amen. Like I I love that concept. Yeah. Like I've been having this conversation with a lot of people just about like I say stuff and that multiple people have been like, oh, like you don't have that kind of like they're like, you need to watch what you're saying because you have a lot of influence. I'm like, I don't believe you. I don't believe that you do that I do. And uh, and they've been like, no, like you have more than you think. And mm-hmm. I've been kind of wrestling with that. It's like, maybe they're right. Maybe I'm wrong. Mm-hmm. Well, I don't know. I just mm-hmm. kind of, just kind of, it's been on my mind. Um, 
And as I've been thinking about that, I think I shared this story a, a year or two ago on the show, but I've been thinking about it a lot again. It's, I think, probably one of the single most impactful moments in my ministry, period, like in over, in over a decade. Um, this group of young people that I've been, the young guys that I've been walking with since they were in sixth grade, they're seniors now. Mm-hmm. I've been their campus minister. I've been their small group leader. I've been their confirmation sponsor. I've been their coach. I've been like, I've been in their life yeah. <laughs> uh, for better or worse for, for six years, seven years. And uh, last year, so he's a, he's a junior and like most kids stop coming to youth group after they get confirmed in 10th grade. Right. Mm-hmm. We kept going in 10th grade. We kept going in 11th grade and there we were sitting in this 11th grade group. And like the primary question of the day is like, you're still here. Why are you still here? Yeah. Like, I want you to be able to voice that for yourself. Why yeah. are you still Catholic? Because in a year or two, we're all going to be gone and it's not going to be the same. Like, right. why are you still Catholic? And we went around the room and everybody kind of had their answers. A lot of the answers, you know, like with young people, they hear a good answer and they just kind of repeat it. Right. Yeah. And there's this one kid who said, uh, to, to, to me, it's like, there's me, another small group leader and all these, all these high school boys. And he said, the reason that I'm still Catholic when everything seems like it's going wrong. And these kids have dealt with a lot, like everything that's been happening in my parish has happened to them. Like it's been a rough couple of years. And they're like, the reason that I'm still Catholic is because you Taylor gave a talk when I, when we were in sixth grade, the hmm. first year that I met them before I was close to him, mm-hmm. he said, and, and he talked about Pascal's wager. Which, if you don't know Pascal's wager, look it up. It's just, it, I'll like, briefly. It's like you know, there's there's four options. Either there's a God and you believe in Him. There's a God and you don't believe in Him. There's not a God and you believe in Him. And there's not a God and you don't believe in Him. Mm-hmm. And like, there's only really one option that's logical. That you know, if there's a God, you should believe in Him, right? Right. And he heard that, and like, even when everything else didn't make sense, like that was the thing that yeah. Kind of, that was a talk that I gave, and I probably didn't even plan on talking about Pascal's wager. Right. It just came up in the moment. Yeah. Right. And yeah. I said that, and I had zero idea. Zero idea that that had an yeah. impact that anything about that day. Like I knew they had a good time playing dodgeball that day, but like did the prayer, did the talks, did the adoration, did that really impact them? And here they are six years later. And like, that's his bedrock. Like I have my bedrocks. Like I've talked about it before when everything hits the fan, it's like it, for me, there's, it's the scripture, uh, you know, where else am I going to go? Where yeah. else am I going to go? You yeah. have the words of eternal life. I don't like anything else that's going on, but where else am I going to go? Yeah. His bedrock is Pascal's wager, which he heard and talked from me. And it, like, you don't understand what that did for me. Yeah. Right. It wasn't a pride thing. It was this realization of like, man, like I, I really have the ability to, to have an impact positively right. and negatively on right. people. Right. I've pissed a lot of people off in radio and podcasting and ministry and all these things. Ow. I just hit my finger. That was my punishment <laughs> for making people mad, I guess. That hurt. Um, they are chuckling right now. But like we really have, we can have a really positive or negative impact on somebody in yeah. a split second that we don't even know about. Yeah. And which I think takes us back to the beginning of this is why Jesus goes on and on and on about loving our neighbor, love your neighbor, love your neighbor. It matters. I mean, letting somebody in in traffic matters and it, it, it releases like this endorphin of something that we are biologically, you know, I've been talking recently on social media about how small my circles have become. And I think that there's this biological, (laughs) um, there's this biological component to having strong safety nets. I mean, we are such a social creature we need each other that of course we're gonna if we sit down for a day and plan a 20 minute talk of course that's gonna affect somebody that effort that love that we put in is gonna 
you know, come back to us and make ripple effects and on and on and on. I mean, who knows who those kids are going to go on to influence because you influence them. Yeah. Um, it brought me back to a song by Ray Bolts from like 1990 something. Like, why, why do you know about this song? Because I was a little kid. And okay. it's one of the first songs that I, I had memorized as a kid, like listening to like cheesy early 90s Christian music. Like I was really young and I heard this song and um, I've actually sang it like because it's, it's a song called Thank You. I've actually sang it to like a group of people that helped like serve at a retreat. Yeah, this sounds familiar. Okay. So the story of this song is uh, the chorus is thank you for giving to the Lord. I am a life that was changed. I'm so glad that you gave. Right. Mm -hmm. That's the chorus. And what the verses are, it's a, it's a very story driven song. And the story is this man dies and he goes up to heaven. And when he gets to the gates, he's just greeted by a bunch of people that he doesn't recognize. Hmm. It's not, you know, a lot of people think, oh, it's like you see whatever. I'm not talking the theology right now, but you see either God, the father, be it, be it the vision or Jesus, or you see Peter at the gates or you see your family and friends. Like those are a lot of the images that people have about their first moments in heaven. So it was surprising to hear a bunch of people he didn't recognize yeah. and every per in this long line, every verse is like the first, per the next person in line mm -hmm. telling him. And the first one, like it, it, it has sat with me forever. I love it. He says, um, you, um, he, this guy walks up to him. He doesn't know. He said, friend, you may not know me. Um, but then, then he said, but wait, I want to talk to you for a second. You used to teach my Sunday school when I was only eight. And every week you would say a prayer before the class would start. And then one day when you said that prayer, I asked Jesus into my heart. Like, okay, corny, cheesy, whatever. Right. Yeah. But like the impact that like he said this prayer every day mm -hmm. at the end of thing. And just one day this guy invites Jesus into his heart for the first time and he's in heaven now, you know, uh, and it goes on and on and on with all of the verses of these people that he didn't know that he impacted and they are in heaven. But not all because of him, but because it helped what he did. Sure. He was a catalyst yes. for them to get to heaven. Um, and just that impact that we have. And like, obviously like we can have a negative impact and be like, Oh, you know, yeah, hopefully there's, there's not a, uh, uh, something else you for the, the hell version, you know, but, <laughs> but especially right now when this world is in such sore need of kindness. And one of my very favorite stories just about being a kind human was I was in a grocery store. I was talking with my friend. Um, we both had a lot of little kids with us at the time, you know, and my kid had sent like apples rolling. His Spider-Man shoe was like squashing the bread. I mean, it was uh, quite a sight. Typical day. Yes. <laughs> yeah. And we see each other and we're kind of rolling each other, you know, rolling eyes at each other like, oh, this is a circus. And the whole time we're catching up a little bit, her eyes, she keeps diverting her attention. She's looking at someone. So I follow her gaze and she is looking at an international young, like an international student is, I, I just, I found that out later, but um, just someone not from here. And she was wearing a hijab and she was inspecting a kiwi. She was holding it and it looked like she didn't know what, what that was. <laughs> yeah, you know? It's a weird little fruit, isn't it? And, um, and so my friend is like, just a second, excuse me a second. And she walks away from me. She gets her keys out of her purse. I see her talking to this woman. The woman's surprised, like has a smile. and is like, what's going on? My friend takes the kiwi from her, cuts it open with her car keys, shows her the vibrant color inside. There's juice running everywhere. They're laughing. Um, the young students kind of looking around like, are they going to get in trouble? Right, yeah. You know, the, the woman got arrested. Then, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> but eventually, you know, they start laughing, they shake hands. And my friend, you know, she gets a rips a plastic thing off the reel and wraps it up and sticks it in her purse and comes over to me. She goes, Oh, sorry, that was Sabina. She's an international student. <laughs> but it occurred to my friend 
that this was maybe a lonely experience for this person, that her family might not be here, that she didn't know what a Kiwi was, that that she needed somebody to just come and say hello and, and teach her, you know, and have a pleasant encounter. And I was blown away because I feel like so many times in ministry or on social media or whatever, this makes me roll my eyes, is that we're all just looking for influence. You know, like we're just, we're trying to like climb this giant mountain so that we can be influential when really it's just about loving well. And there are a million mountains around us all day, every day, disguised as neighbors, and we can love one another and make far more ripples that way, I'm certain. Yeah, there's this thing in in storytelling that like it happens a lot in in uh, any of the huge stories, the Star Wars, the Marvels, the Harry Potters, like all, all those sorts of things, where... A, a huge theme is the person that wants the power shouldn't be the person with the power, Amen. right? Uh, it should be somebody who who accepts it unwillingly, but it ultimately does. Like that's a huge thing. But like, so I, I hear what you're saying, and kind of a, a similar. It's like the people seeking the influence, yeah, instead of seeking to love people, yeah. won't end up having the influence. That's that right. It's a cart it's, before it's, a horse. Yeah, exactly. That's right. So. Yeah. I like that a lot. Well, uh, I liked our show today too. I really liked that second <laughs> segment. It was it was my favorite. You were great. I will do it again. Oh, I'm so happy! <laughs> I thought you were gonna beat me up after we hit. No, it's <laughs> fine. It's fine. You That's have true. a very forgiving audience, and so I just they they enjoy it more when we're floundering than when we're doing well. Perfect. So I hope that you enjoyed this episode. <laughs> yeah, exactly. <laughs> Is that was that the bird with a fist eating the flounder? Was that what was happening? All right, anyway, that's it for today. We are done. I'll be back next week. See ya. Thank you guys so much for watching or listening to today's show. I hope that you enjoyed it. Uh, we had some fun today. Uh, I think it's just a good episode for your week. If you enjoyed it, uh, again, if you haven't subscribed yet, what are you doing? Hit subscribe on YouTube or on whatever podcast app you are listening on right now if you're on youtube leave us a comment what do you think of the episode that stuff always helps and helps us know where you want the show to go in the next few weeks uh, exciting news we just hit forty thousand views on our youtube channel youtube.com slash forte catholic and uh you know like we said a couple months ago we are over 150,000 downloads on the podcast and that's all because of you guys if you want to continue to help us grow and if you like this uh other people will probably like it too share it with them share it on your social media like, whether you're watching on youtube there's that little share feature if you're watching and uh or you're listening on your podcast there's a share feature there too share it to social media share it with your friends that would really really help us out um if you really love what we're doing and you want to do more than than sharing with your friends and doing a click of a button uh we need your financial support uh, we are a nonprofit organization that we rely on you guys to keep uh, to keep the ministry going and to feed our family and to make all of life continue to go around you can uh, we are a nonprofit, so it's all tax deductible you can do that at fortecatholic.com slash donate thank you guys so much in advance uh, for all that you guys do for your support you guys mean the world to me i'll see you next week peace